You are listening to Marot Podcast, two film lovers coming together to discuss films. From interesting cinematography to plots and character arcs, we'll cover a range of topics and probably debate. Join us every Saturday to discover our weekly movie. Welcome everyone to the Marot Podcast. Today we are discussing Little Women. Released on the 26th of December 2019, directed by Greta Gerwig. The film stars Sergei Ronan, Florence Pugh, Emma Watson, Eliza Scanlon, Meryl Streep, Laura Zern, and last but not least, Timothée Chalamet. So, Little Woman. Yeah. Or should I say Little Women? Whatever. Ah, oh, spelled it wrong as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh wow, I feel um, drunk. That's fun. Okay, you give us a breakdown because you know. Yeah, you too. Uh, but where where should I start? Just um, d- d- tell me what you thought. Because you the, you, the you watched the movie before me. I did. And you seemed like you really enjoyed the movie. Oh yeah, I did. When I started watching the movie, I could not understand a single thing. Like, for the first half an hour, I was completely lost. I even sent you a message. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a difficult movie to begin because there's a lot of scenes, you know, future, past, uh, people, people, happy, sad, happy, sad. So it's hard to get uh, a move on. But then, yeah, once you're in it, it's a great movie. And I never got lost, to be honest, because, you know, they put coloring on the movies and all that. That was really easy, actually. But also, you could tell when... The characters were adults and kids, so I thought it was re- it was kind of easy to tell the difference between. I only got that part like an hour and twenty minutes in, that they wow. were they they played like little kids and then like the adults. Mm, little kids. It wasn't really little kids, was it? Because like the cast is mm. the cast is what the 20, 30 years old, so it's like difficult is, to portray yeah. younger. No, kids. I believe that it's actually one of my notes. Um, I don't know how I mean, to, to, to talk about it, like cover the whole thing. Yeah, it's difficult. And we can't go like... Uh, I don't want to go into detail too much or yeah. like in a, in a list. But globally, I thought the movie was brilliant. Wait, let's honest, talk about the cast. Let's brilliant. talk about the cast. I was literally going to go on with that. The cast, a uh, really good choice. Every single person is amazing. My only... The only thing I have with it is that the actors have like done a really big movie apart from this or like a saga so it's hard to differentiate the actors and their original characters that they portrayed so there's emma watson obviously you're gonna see hermione you've got uh laura dern but all you can see is uh the character she played in jurassic park or star wars uh meryl streep well she's on like a hundred characters so it's fine but yeah i think it's it was difficult at first because they bring all of these characters together, all of these actors together, and they come from like different universes. That makes sense. Yeah, that does make sense. I mean, I wasn't that. It, it didn't take me that that much out of the action for most of them. I will say though, I could see the hints of both Hermione and Emma herself in her character, which was kind of yeah. interesting when you think about yeah. it, because I don't know, because I don't know her personally from. From what I know of her, I could see hints of her personality in that character, which is probably why they casted her. But um, that was a wrong word. Whatever. I mean, it was an American word, so it wasn't wrong. Whatever. But yeah, I could see why that she was like the cast. But also, you know, 
I can see some hints of other characters in other people. Florence, for example, uh, she never gave Yelena vibes, for those who know where, where that character comes from. But, you know, you can tell the the sibling relationship and you can pinpoint that if you have seen her in like a sibling relationship mm. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, you can pinpoint and be like, oh, I've, I've, I've seen this before. Yeah, I think there was a, an interesting mix between American actors and English actors because the father is, what's his name? I don't even know. That's the actor. He, he played in Breaking Bad and, well, he's American. Uh, so is Meryl Streep and Timothée Chalamet is Canadian, I think. Oh, he, I don't know, actually. I don't know him enough for that. I think he's Canadian, yeah. So, yeah, and yeah, they all portrayed, like, British characters. Which you know, was... that's what I thought was weird, because I had issues pinpointing the accents. Yeah, the, the, like, the dad did no, did no effort whatsoever to hide his American accent. No, I feel like some characters had hint of, hints of everything. It's weird. I feel like no one knew, and it's not a, a commentary on their acting. I just think sometimes you could get hints of their accent over the accent that's supposed to be playing. Yeah. For example, uh, Serge's character sometime, sometimes had hints of the person's accent. And he was just on words mm. and all of that. And I get it, you know, you speak how you speak and mm. it is what it is. But you could hear her come through and maybe it's just, mm -hmm. you know, they just cast it like that. But I don't know. You can when you can hear the the hints and you know they're supposed to play something. As soon as you hear a bit of them, you take it out of the action because you're like, that doesn't come from this character. That's you. I can see through you. I don't know. But I think that's sort of the like the narrative of the movie because like it's quite fast, quick paced. Like at least like the first forty five minutes, like they go from like a very happy scene to a sad scene. So it's like one on top of the other. So if there's like hints of accents here and there. Yeah, that makes really... sense. But then I didn't know if they were supposed to be British or American, actually. That was, I spent a whole, let's let's say, I don't know, the first hour, because the movie is oh, two you, hours Oh, you didn't know ten. if the story was set in England? No, or I didn't know or... where it was set, but I didn't okay. know if the family was supposed to be British or American. Because at the end, they spoke about, I think the mom said, you're not an immigrant. Yeah. Like, to the dad, and that was one, okay, is, are they, like, Americans living in the, they the UK? No, they're supposed to be, technically, I, I suppose, British living in America. But then, the accent is, like, Weird. in the middle there, so I don't know. But I, I think they're supposed to be British living oh, in America. I should look into that, actually. Uh, but... I thought they were uh, in England. Okay, good to know. No, I think they mentioned somewhere. No, um, Timothée's character mentions that he he's lived most of his life in Europe. Oh and yeah, so and yeah, they're sets... going. Yeah, exactly. And then he says like, "I'm going to London. I'm going to yeah. Paris." But, oh, yeah. So they they cannot yeah. they can only be in America. Oh, I was yeah, correct. It makes, it makes sense. But you know, now um, that you know that it's in America, you're like, yeah, but are you supposed to be British or are you supposed to be American? Because everyone in the family happens to have a different accent, and that's weird. No, I think they're definitely I... British and they live in the US. But yeah. like the, the parents want that. That's the intent the behind there. it. That's yeah. that's for sure. It's not yeah. Um that would something make sense. that I struggled with for the beginning of the movie was having to memorize like I said to you before the podcast. Names, yeah. Having to memorize the names. It was so complicated to memorize Meg, Joe, Amy uh, Amy Beth. and the other Beth Beth. <laughs> And then Laurie, are you kidding me, Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think it's like a nickname to his last name. 
Okay, I so don't what think I know. What, what, what studies for? What, what do you study? It's just an an extra nickname. It's like I don't want to be like the others. I so like they special. have a nickname for a nickname. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. I think his name is Mr. Lawrence or Mr. Laurent, whatever. Basically, something along those lines, and he went just Laurie, and that shortens it, and that's the nickname, I guess. Um. Well, or maybe it's a family tradition to, to call everyone the same name, and that's it. We were talking about Europe and where they were located. Yeah. And at what one point in the movie, like after the, the wedding, the yeah. I think it's Amy that goes, yeah, I'm going to Europe, I'm going to Europe. Yeah. Uh, <gasps> my Please aunt don't. wants me to learn French. Oh, my God. Like, go for it. <laughs> go for it. I have something to say. No, no, no. Continue, continue. I no, think no, no. We, you go, you got, go. We've got the same idea. No, it's just... I don't know how to explain. Okay, so we're jumping back and forth in this movie, but so I'll break down the scene a little bit so that everyone knows where we are. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Meg and Mr. Brooke get married, and then Amy, who went, who spent all of this time with Aunt Meg because one of the sisters were was sick, and so she was sent off to Aunt Meg. You look confused. What's wrong? <laughs> Who's Brooke? <laughs> the tutor. <laughs> Oh, the guy that appears at the end, like out of nowhere. No, the tutor. You know, uh, Laurie has a tutor. Instead of going to school like everyone else, he has he's homeschooled. Ah, right, and that's the guy that ends up with Joe at the end, right? No. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's the, the guy that that's... ends up with Meg at the end. Joe has her own. That he's like from university or whatever. Wait, who? Oh, oh, Meg. Okay, yes, Emma Watson. Okay, Meg. Okay, yeah. I have it. See, even like two hours in, I still struggle. I struggle <laughs> you still don't know them, <laughs> but yeah. So they get married, and Amy, who spent all this time with her grandma, uh, grandma. I keep calling her grandma because she looks older than everyone, everybody else, but she's not. Um. So Meg, who spent all this time with his, with her aunt, is now going to Europe, and he was supposed to be Joe. And what I thought was weird was um. Joe's reaction to that, to getting the news. Amy comes, she's really happy. She's like, yeah, you know, aunt is go, aunt March or whatever is going to Europe. And then she instantly jumps on the, on this occasion. And she's like, oh, I'm going with her. It's so cool. Yeah, wow. Okay, and then yeah, jumps yeah, on her yeah, mom and I'm like, yeah. I was really confused about that. And then she, she goes, yeah. and then Amy goes, yeah, no, I'm going with her. And I thought, yeah, that makes perfect sense. But then Joe was kind of upset, disappointed, tattering, tattering that line. And I thought that was weird. You never cared for this lady. And then you just want to cling on to her like a hanger on Fair. when she goes off to Europe and you're not happy for your sister. That that really, you know, but that really... What I was going to say about the Europe thing out. is that she mentions Europe and then two seconds after that, she's going to say, oh yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn French and everything. So like they, the image of Europe that I had was like France. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to Europe to learn French. Like, it's... Tr- tr- yeah. I don't know. Everything it's, like, the typical... That's, yeah. That's the only thing that I wanted. But, to yeah, that, that scene that scene was just... Yeah, I was, sat there bit, and I was like... Yeah, mm, it was a bit awkward. That's weird sister behavior, yeah, 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 isn't yeah. it? Because I have siblings, and I'm, I'm like, yeah, if, <laughs> if this opportunity happens for one of my sisters, I mean, although they speak French already, uh, I, I wouldn't be like... With someone that with someone that you don't like, that you don't spend much yeah, time if, with. Yeah, if, if they go off with... This Bob person that I don't know, I don't care. Or even yeah. if I know them and I just for them. know them from far away, you know, just go. 
be happy. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird. I wouldn't jump on that occasion. So I thought that was really misplaced uh, from that sister, especially considering the fact that Amy already feels like she comes second after her. And so that just keeps reinforcing that idea of Amy coming after Joe, which I thought was interesting. It was like a comment. I found Wait, a and comment. Who's like, who's like the old? Who's the oldest? I never the found the four. older, but I think I think it goes Meg. I think I, I think Meg Josephine Beth is the youngest. Yeah, Meg Josephine, and then Amy and Beth. But I think the spacing yeah, between yeah. Meg and Josephine is bigger than between Josephine yeah. and Amy, which would explain why yeah. Amy wants to follow. Josephine, Josephine so much yeah. why am I calling her that whatever uh, like especially if you compare with Beth but also Beth mm. is on a different wavelength the others are really loud they're really typically girly and Beth is like the quiet type so that already ostracizes yeah, and that, that was quite weird because when when she died they spoilers they kept on saying oh she was the best of us you know and I think that like I, I I totally forgot about her. Yeah. Like she got sick really early on. She played the piano really well. That's the only thing that I can remember. She got sick and she died. And then everyone keeps on like praising her. I mean, of course, like she was like an important sister, but I like I I don't I don't understand what, what I kept on saying. Oh, she was the best of us. She uh she was perfect. I'm not I'm half as good as her. Yeah, like no, she, no offense, you know, but I don't I didn't get what the fuss was all about. You didn't get, no. I feel like that was a, I don't know, the other sisters had so much more in the narrative so that, you know, the audience remembers the three of them more than they would remember Beth. Because she was the quiet mm. one, they should, we had a moment with everyone but her. And I know that because I wrote a little, I picked up a little, a, like a paragraph or whatever, a bit of everyone to pinpoint who they are and pinpoint their what they want to do, where they they are headed, what I think of the character. And now, because I took notes, um, now I'm looking through my notes and I'm like, I didn't write anything about Beth. Mm. She's just yeah, not that's the there. thing. It, it didn't. Uh, she didn't really. I mean, one thing that I wrote down about Beth was uh, the infection she got, because I think Scarlet I said it thing, was fever. Yeah. Scarlet fever, and that's by streptococci bacteria. And it's, well, I think it only, it's deadly for like kids, like obviously before when we didn't have antibiotics. Yeah. So they were correct in the sense that, you know, they kept on like staying next to her, like the mom and everything. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh, why are they like close to her if she's got like bacteria infections all over her skin? But then turns out, yeah, like if. You're not a kid, and especially they already had the infection in the past. Which is when they actually, you know, that makes a perfect link to, that's when actually Amy gets sent off to the famous aunt's house. And I thought, you know, you can make the connection with that scene, because there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff wrong with that aunt, by the way. So let me just, let me just say my scene right here. Uh, wait, first wait, of all, which, which scene? Just with the aunt in general. She's problematic. Um, so, first of all, she's just in, indoctrinating Amy into, you know, into being her, into going in her direction, which is really weird to me. Um, yeah, but that's a thing. That's a normal thing. Like isn't. people in your family always like yeah, try to influence they, her in no, some way. Influence and indoctrinating someone is not the same thing. She's literally trying to shove her own prejudices and her own beliefs into okay and that's girl. something that i don't get because she 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 did that for the entire movie and then at the end she dies and she doesn't give the house to amy 
Yeah, that, uh, I like think after uh, everything, I after on that everything, already. she gave she gave the house to like uh, Joe and why Joe? No, nah, that's like one of my on notes because it's like I was like, I'll go okay, into that transition. once I'm once oh, I'm done with yeah. the, my whole you know setting yeah. out and all that whatever. Um, you know, okay. Another thing that that aunt is doing wrong to me. Uh, in my opinion, not wrong to me because I don't know her. Um, it's like the being disappointed when Amy says, "Yeah, I said no to being married to a guy that I didn't love just because you indoctrinated me into believing that's how you should marry for like economical advances rather than love." Which I thought was interesting coming from the aunt, especially because the guy she goes on and marries is also rich. He's not as yeah, rich, no, but he's no, also yeah, rich, true. so yeah, who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. And then, um, and then uh, the thing you said about her not giving the house. Yeah. Okay. So at the beginning, because I think I, I think she didn't give the house because of that. No. Because of that conversation that they had, and that's why she decided to okay, let's give it to Joe. I don't think I don't think that's that's the, the, that's only, the case. That's the only plausible explanation that I have. For My that. explanation of that like, is. James, go ahead. Um, it's like Joe. Uh, Joe was reading to her, and she kind of. Kind of, sort of, maybe a little bit promised to take her to Europe. And she didn't go through with it. And maybe in an effort to, you know, make her see what she missed. Make her become... It's like an effort of indoctrinating her oh, through right, right, death. Okay. She's like, here, have my house. Be the lady of the house. Be me. Because you're the one who is failing, technically. Because in her eyes, right, everyone was sense. failing but Amy, and then Amy goes off and says no, so now she's a failure, and she already has and, been But then I don't her... think Amy failed, because like you said, she went on to marry like a rich man. Yeah. So the, I don't think she Was the totally grandma there failed. already? Or still? I think she was, which is why she didn't get the house then. If the grandma was still there when Amy and uh, and Laurie got married, then she didn't, <laughs> she didn't get the house because she, you know, she was settled, it's okay. And then yeah. Um, Meg doesn't need the house. She has a husband, and so as the only disappointing disappointment left, she'd get the house because you know you're not gonna give it to your brother's wife. She already has the house as well, yeah. which makes sense. Unless, yeah, like you said, she wanted Joe to become what she was. Yeah, it's like here like since since uh, the aunt was like lonely and like on her own. She yeah. wanted Joe to stay lonely and on her own as well. Oh, you also picked that That's up? The... Yeah, because it's like the only... And like the... I'm gonna skip to like the, the love interest at the end. Like, who is that guy? Wait, like, wait, wait, wait. That wait. was Before so rushed. That, please wait. The lonely thing. I I didn't think you'd pick it up because that's like the first thing that struck me as the, uh-huh. you know... The being lonely thing, um, and it's actually it actually I wrote it linked to my point about the wedding, but you know we went through the. Well, I've got to say something about the lonely thing as well. So go ahead. Yeah, the, the thing you know, it, I to me, Joe comes across as a at the end especially she comes across as a as a character that's not happy. Although she was pushing through like this whole story, she was pushing to be happy and do what she wanted and blah and blah blah, blah and all of that. She what she's the only one that ends up being unhappy. And then, mm-hmm. uh, to me, she's like, it, it puts the emphasis on her 
fearing not being heard, not being seen, but most of all being alone, which you can see when she's reluctant to letting Meg get married, which is really weird as well. That character is just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Laurie comes in, he says he loves her, and then, you know, that would fulfill her prophecy of not being alone. And then she has this whole speech about them not being congruent and what congruent, not going together and whatever. And he, that's why Congruent was there. And then he doesn't go with who she is as a person. But I it's think that's weird. the thing, like she, and then she, she had like big ambi- ambitions. She set him up for and, failure like, and a, then, as a kid and then regretted it. And it, it, it's just. But I don't think it's I don't think it's linked to failure. I think no. like she had big ambitions when she was a kid. Yeah. And like she saw herself as a writer, you know, uh, 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 like a woman who's independent and then yeah. which was you know extremely rare at the time. And as she grew older, she realized that it was going to be quite impossible to achieve that. So that's why I think she settled for all right, let's get married. Okay, let's do this. All right, let's. I'm going to be alone. No, so you know, that's I think. I think like she was unable to fulfill her ambition, her ambitions, which not, is why she. You no, know, I think we all, <laughs> as Gore would say, which is a MCU reference for, if you get it, who's everyone, who's Gore? the God Butcher. Um, <laughs> so you didn't get it. Um, you know, no. everyone wants. You know what we what we want ultimately as humans is love. So to me, she did all this. You know being alone and being independent and all of that and then turned around and realized if i ever succeed i don't really have anyone to share it with i think that whole part was like very rushed because like in yeah. the 10 last minutes she like she found someone she she kissed that was really but i really like the ending actually. everyone all the families reunited even the guy like teddy yeah like he was mad in love with her for like the entire movie and then like yeah. he got rejected and at the end, it's like, all right, you found a husband. Good, no, let's go. I do That's have to say something about him, though. That was so rushed, I think. He became best. Yeah, he became be- best friends with um, with um, Amy, and then did a one eighty. No, best friends with Joe, and then did a one eighty, and became best, and then fell in love with her sister. Her sister has been pining typical... over him forever. And that's like yeah, that's the, a typical the love cliched like thing yeah, exactly. on this whole yeah, entire yeah, planet. Yeah, yeah. And then her yeah. finally coming around. I think actually that was a cliche, but but it, it had an unexpected twist. Because she finally came around and she was like, Yeah, maybe I should have I shouldn't have said no. To me, that was her trying to convince herself when she was doing her speech yeah, rather than yeah, convincing yeah. him. And then she goes back to it and she's like, I should have said yes and tried it and blah, blah, blah. But it's too late. But and she that, that, finally, that was forced. Yeah. That and then she, so you know, she, she finally gets there to that point where she's ready to assume this relationship and consume it with him. And he's moved on, which for once I'm really happy about. Because usually as soon as the, ca- the main character is like, okay, I want to be with this person, everything in the plot arranges for them to be together. And now... He fell in love with her sister. It's too late. And I like the, you know, the reality of that. Sometimes you just don't, you're not ready for something at that time, but the other person cannot wait for you forever. So they just move on. And then once you're ready, well, they moved on. It's too late. Which I think is interesting and kind of representative of the reality of the dating. But I I still think that at the end, like when he's like, all right, like it's, 
like, all right, we're going to like the, the love of my life that I mean, the once love of my life is going to get married. All right. It's all good. Like no, no regrets, nothing. Yeah. I think that was, I mean, it's like you're getting out of the cliche category because usually like someone would have like, oh, like it's not fair. I'm sad, etc. But I think it was like quite, I don't know. It was extremely rushed at the end and I wasn't a fan of like how she found a like a soulmate in like two minutes. No, you know, they've been setting up that up from the beginning, but I'll just go back to that mm. one scene you were speaking about. Um, when the guy pulls up at the house, Laurie is jealous-ish, which I thought was weird. It really called my yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah. And exactly, that's the thing. He's jealous, and then two minutes after that, like they're, get, they're gonna go out and to the yeah, train station. Yeah, that He's really like, called my attention. He came, yeah. he came in and he was like, who's that? And then people exactly. were just and discussing with him. Like, like, I'm sorry, but who are you? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, you know, yeah. you married with a sister. It's none of your business. I get but it. That's it's what's family weird. and you've known her like, forever. He's, he's jealous. But, and mm. then at the end of the dinner, he's happy for her. Which but, is, you know, I, think, I don't know. Because at the same time, know. he's him being jealous can also be covered up as him, be, as him being, you know, friends with her. It could be taken either way, but, or both ways, Sorry. it depends. But to me, it felt like jealousy. And it's weird because Amy didn't pick it up. No one picked it up. And to me, Joe should have told him that she had, before he came and said that, she was ready to be with him. Or she should have told her sister that she was a little bit yeah, upset with in, them in getting together. Yeah, that, that just, feels like, like ruin the relationship, does, and then it would go like in a, in a round, in a, it's it gonna, does it's ruin their relationship a little bit. So she doesn't have to tell him, but she should have definitely told her sister. But you don't want that lingering because that was you don't you want had that like fifteen minutes left. There. You had like fifteen minutes left in the movie, so you couldn't like all of a sudden start like making like oh you did this to my to my sister and 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 but I no, you, but you I, could have just they didn't have time for that. You know, the sisters embraced, and actually, um, Amy says it out loud she's like you know i, I was afraid you were you would be mad at me and yeah, blah blah yeah. blah and i was like yeah that's what that's but that's just that like moving on she was like all right moving on moving on yeah but that was her cue and the mom gives her a look like bro say it it's now it's the moment <laughs> this was your later your layout you should have you know gone for it but she doesn't and it's weird all right, uh, before we finish this, I've got... Wait, don't finish one. right I've now. I've got two... La- no, yeah, we, have, I, we have two I also, I also have to say something. I've got, like, two last comments, so I'll do one, then, yeah. The... Sure. <laughs> Watch my time. <laughs> um, what's I going to say? Yeah, this movie felt like Inception at the end. Because it's a movie about a character that wants to write a book, and that writes a book about the story of the family. The, while you're watching the movie about the story like of the family and like as soon as it finishes it says like based on a novel mm-hmm. like by and that was like really it's like a dream within a dream within a dream but in this case a story within a story within a story yeah and that was that was cool that was a cool note to finish on we have spoken and... a lot about the end of the movie but i just wanted to make a global commentary you know a global thing because we we stuck on the yeah. end and like the bit that it gets yeah. interesting um i do have to say i love this like the rod parallel it felt it felt like parallel running storylines the fact that we have we see the story happening and at the same time yeah. we see like 
the future. So you see happy moments yeah. intertwined with the future. And the future is so bleak. And I like the fact that they support the happy moments with music and the... I don't know if you noticed that, actually. But the future moments never mu have music or very rarely have music. And, and the music was, like, as soon as the as soon as Beth died or, like, they, they focused on Beth, the music that was played was, like, essentially piano. Yes. So that was a cool link. I Beth, love the subtlety but, but behind I, the I music. Guess. I thought, I'll be honest, yeah. I thought it was a really clever movie. Also, the fact that yeah. both times she dies, uh, some characters aren't present. Both time and both times that it's the same two characters or the same three characters that aren't present, and I feel like it, it's it ostracizes some people from the family, but it does show the like it does clearly outline that this is a parallel. This happened before, and these characters were missing. And look at us, we back at the same point, mm -hmm. and these characters are still missing. And I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I'll just go on to see if I can find my my last. Um, but uh, that's something that, that I wanted to talk about. Like the music, the music is on point. Like from the piano to even like the waltz that I have when the the debutante ball. Called? Like the oh no, at the beginning, ball. at the beginning with um. No 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 at the debutante ball. It's the exact same uh, waltz that they played in Hunger Games, which is I don't remember the name of it, but it's it's a really nice song. So yeah, uh, soundtrack was on Yeah, point. the soundtrack was kind of cool. And I, I yeah. can just finish on this one point. And Go it's ahead, finish the on this and looking then... straight into the camera. Uh, Joe did it and then... I didn't, I didn't see that. At the very end. Joe did it and then Mr. That. Uh, Dashwood did it. I don't know if you remember who Who's that is. Dashwood? The, 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 I was going to say the music. There wasn't, there wasn't anything to do with music <laughs> in that movie. But the, the book guy. He's the one that is, you know, the one that assesses the stories and go, and says, yeah, this I'll buy and this oh, I Oh, yeah, the dad with, like, the, the three daughters and then that they, they no. like, the stories. The guy, oh, yes, him. Forgot yes, he had yes, daughters. With the beard yeah, and, yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. The and, oh, that something both... about that, I didn't get how, like, he goes from, like, 5.5% to 5.5% of, like, the... the um, Book stuff. Uh, what's it called? What's, uh, what's the term? Royalties. The, um, Royalties. He goes from like five percent to five point five to six point six. Yeah. Like why six point six? I don't know. That was so weird. Just go seven, you know. But you know, he he no. wanted to win and she too. Um, what I wanted to say about that and them go looking ahead. straight at the camera is, you know, they looked at the they they looked at the camera just in uh, like for important bits, and it's like sending a message across to those watching. It's like acknowledging the fact that this is, you know, the fact that there's a fourth wall there, and they. No. purposefully breaking it it's not a mishap yeah. or some some no, no, mistake yeah, yeah, yeah. they both break it for significant things one uh, uh mr dashian said dash dashian that's a dog um dashwood <laughs> says to you know when he says uh basically the message behind his thing is to keep going which is interesting because the sentence and the the other fourth wall breaking is a story for young people and it's interesting that a story for young people the message is keep going and it feels like a very positive message to finish this whole thing on mm -hmm. they are essentially take, telling the viewers all of them to just keep going even if someone is there stopping you there's always a way which i think is a really positive thing but it, it might it might have been a bit too obvious Oh, it's very obvious, but you know, sometimes you you're always told not to think the audience is stupid. But sometimes being a bit blunt, being a bit straightforward, does. Yeah, work. but at the end of such a, I mean, a thoughtful, a thoughtful movie where you know you don't, you're not direct with the audience. Having that at the end, like it cuts a bit from the 
like if they, if they would have had like a cutscene with that in it, then all right, it would have been like a better message, I think. But just to have that at the end of the movie when like everything is like finally connected and all is well, to have like characters going, all right, well, you know what, audience, let's you should continue and keep calm and carry on. True, like but it, I think it ties in know. with another idea. It ties in with the fact that uh, they change the the end of the story with the audience. He goes, oh, um, how does she finish? How does the main character finish her life, you know? And she says, alone, she never marries. And then he goes, no, change that. And then we see that unfold, which is like being a part of the conversation kind of thing. We were in that room with her without being able to put in our, our thinking. But, you know, we were in the room and we saw that change and that shift. So I, I, I like how they, they connected that and the ending scene. And that's the end of it. The ending scene, the um, camera panning through and then seeing everyone and grabbing people as we go along like, while we walk through the, the school. I thought that was, okay, a bit basic, maybe a bit cliche, but a really sweet way to end everything. It's like a, we saw this future that was bleak, the childhood that was really cool. And then now this is the resolve. This is where we got. Everyone is sort of happy and everyone has dealt with what they had to deal with. Everyone has grown and that's really cool. And it's not a real ending. So it's like life it doesn't have an ending, but this does. We'll see you next week for the next movie. Have a nice one, guys. Mm-hmm.